It's time for the Rural News with Sally Murphy in Ōtautahi Christchurch. And Sally, the forestry sector thinks the government sending mixed messages? Kia ora, Michael, that's right. The Forest Owners Association says it's unclear if the government wants more trees or not. Speaking to staff last week, Climate Change Minister James Shaw said the government was exploring forestry's place in the emissions trading scheme and that one option could be the government becoming the exclusive purchaser of carbon credits from forest owners. At the moment, polluting industries can offset emissions by purchasing carbon units from forest owners or through quarterly auctions where the price fluctuates. Forest Owners Association President Grant Dodson says a centralised price wouldn't work. The, the Mrs Trading Scheme is, is a scheme that is designed to bring about change. So it, it rewards people who sequester carbon credits or, or in turn reduce carbon emissions and it provides a cost for people who are emitting. Ultimately it's, it's a free market mechanism so that the market needs to find its own price which is all about the economics of sequestering or the economics of reducing emissions versus the market costs of emitting. And by finding its own price, it will it will work most efficiently. And the concerns that we have is that if, if the government becomes a central buyer, there's no competition in the market. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a monopoly situation. Mr Dodson says that would reduce the amount of trees being planted. Because you would have a situation where an investor doesn't have confidence that there's going to be a fair market price. At the moment, we've got all, all of these drivers around what, what the price is, and we've got guidance you know, from the government. Sure, we're working within some parameters, but an investor would be investing solely on the, on the hope that the policy decisions of the day and the price setting of the day was, was, was going to be adequate, and you know, there'd be many people that wouldn't take that risk. Mr Dodson says the Climate Change Commission has found that an additional 380,000 hectares of exotic trees need to be planted by 2035 to meet emission reduction targets. He says if the carbon price is pushed down, that target won't be met. To other news, an economist says putting a price on farm emissions will likely push up the cost of food. The government's plan for how on-farm emissions could be taxed has just been released for consultation. It would see farmers pay a levy for the emissions produced on their farm. Westpac senior agri-economist Nathan Penny says that cost will likely be passed on. Depending on the market, um, that will flow through to, to prices um, at the supermarket for consumers. Uh, farmers have to pass that cost on. In the case of dairy, um, New Zealand farmers are a big player in the global market, so invariably that means that the cost of of lowering emissions will fall on to consumers both globally and here in New Zealand. Whereas for for meat, New Zealand has less pricing power in, in global meat markets, so more of the cost will fall on to farmers. Meanwhile, senior agribusiness lecturer at Massey University, Dr James Lockhart, who's also a sheep and beef farmer, says there's no guarantee that boosting our international trade reputation with an emissions tax will translate to higher profits for farmers. The empirical evidence in the global market to support a premium being paid for on-farm emissions, let's just say, is scant. I find it very hard to believe that a consumer in any nation, whether it's a developing nation or whether it's a fully developed nation, is prepared to pay uh, about a 25 to 30% premium for, effectively for their food in the knowledge that it's supposedly come from a, if you like, a carbon neutral 
farm or a farm that has paid uh, $99.56 per hectare to, you know, to effectively to offset. Dr James Lockhart says New Zealand farmers already have the reputation of being the lowest carbon farmers in the world, so the proposal will make little difference. An Otago farmer has been fined $12,000 and has been banned from owning cattle for five years after failing to provide adequate care for her animals. Carolyn Ireland was handed down the sentence in the Dunedin District Court yesterday. Kim Moody reports. When MPI inspectors visited Carolyn Ireland's farm in September last year, they found a lack of pasture and supplementary feed and six dead cattle lying in different parts of the farm. Vets concluded they were underweight and would have suffered prolonged pain before death. Six pregnant heifers also had to be euthanised as they were too small to deliver a calf without suffering pain and distress. And a month later, when all of Ireland's animals were mustered, four other emaciated cows were humanely euthanised. An MPI spokesperson says Carolyn Ireland failed her animals and it's not the first time. They say MPI has intervened at her farm several times since 2013 due to animal welfare issues. A flood of lamb into processing plants is pushing down returns for farmers. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crowd says a couple of companies were looking to reduce prices heading into this week and all indications are that price reductions will continue. We are seeing an absolute rush of of lambs into the processing plants, which was always expected um, because numbers were so far behind in terms of kill rates uh, leading into September and October. But basically it's just a reflection of the U-turn in market demand overseas um, and softer prices through a number of markets. Just a whole raft of factors that are basically out of our control um, when it comes to the global markets, inflation, the talk of a recession, everything is just working against lamb at the moment and we're starting to see that reflected back in prices here. That's Mel Crowd. And just lastly, there are signs China could be ready to discuss lifting the trade bans that pushed Australian lobster fishes close to breaking point. In 2020, China implemented trade restrictions on Australian products, including rock, lob- rock lobsters, cotton and wine. A glut of lobster on the domestic market pushed, up pri- pushed prices to as little as $35 a kilogram, well below the $50 fishers need to break even. Australia's Trade Minister Don Farrell is yet to meet his Chinese counterpart Part, but says Ambassador Zhao Chen has indicated his government is prepared to have discussions. And that's the rural news for today. Koirate Porongo, Ote Taifenua.